There once lived a woman who fell into such deep poverty with her two daughters that they didn't even have a crust of bread to put in their mouths. Finally, they were so famished that the mother was beside herself with despair and said to the older child, "I will have to kill you so that I will have something to eat." The daughter replied, "Oh no, dearest mother, spare me. I will go out and see it, see to it that I can get something to eat without having to beg for it." And so she went out, returned, and brought with her a small piece of bread that they all ate, but did little to ease the pangs of hunger. And so the mother said to her other daughter, "Now it's your turn." But she replied, "Oh no, dearest mother, spare me! I will go out and get something to eat without anyone noticing it." And so she went out, returned, and brought with her two small pieces of bread. They all ate them, but it was too little to ease their pangs of hunger. After a few hours, the mother said to them once again, "You will have to die; otherwise, we will all perish." The two girls replied, "There's the mother. We will lie down and go to sleep." And we won't rise again until the day of judgment. And so they lay down and slept so soundly that no one could awaken them. The mother left, and not a soul knows where she is. Have you ever heard of this fairy tale? The starving children. Which is a fairy tale from Grimm's fairy tales. It is a fairy tale itself, but it seemed so real when I first read it in my childhood. This may happen realistically now, in some developing countries, or in real family, as they don't have regular and secure access to food resources. All they need to do is waiting for death. Because of the cruelty of reality, sustainability is also about humanity. Food resources and security are often being ignored when we firstly think of sustainability. We are always prioritizing issues like climate change, water protection, responsible consumption, etc., which are the leading and popular issues in terms of sustainability. As zero hunger is one of the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals, which all 195 countries agreed upon and are committed to working towards achieving over the next 15 years, a comprehensive roadmap to achieve global sustainability. The world population is growing steadily, 
and is increasingly urbanized. Technology is evolving incessantly, and the economy is more and more globalized. At the same time, there are worrying global trends in malnutrition, including rapid rise in overweight and obesity. Even as forms of undernutrition persist, the way food is produced, distributed, and consumed worldwide. Has also changed dramatically. There are 828 million people in the world faced hunger and food insecurity in 2021. It was so significant to create a sustainable technique of producing rice and other crops because of the massive increase in global population, but with limited resources. However, we're all lucky that there actually is a hero exists in our real life, who feeds the entire world by himself and creates a sustainable future for the global agriculture. His name is Yuan Longping, an ordinary Chinese scientist. He developed hybrid strains that typically yielded 20% more rice. Than the conventional varieties, transforming Chinese agriculture after years of famine and scarcity, firstly in the early 1970s. Mr. Yuan's high-yielding hybrid rice strain could feed an extra 70 million people per year. However, his early career coincided. Was the worst famine in modern China's history. As tens of millions died of starvation in early 1950s, the situation was only marginally better in the 1960s, as an unacceptable percentage of the Chinese population still faced food insecurity. Rather than limit his rice technology. And growing techniques to China, Mr. Yuan pushed them with the world. He ultimately partnered with the United Nations and the International Rice Research Institute in the Philippines. In addition to teaching farmers in India, Vietnam, and other tropical countries how to grow hybrid rice, the hybrid rice technology has been introduced. And promoted in more than 40 countries around the world, and the cultivated area outside China has reached 9 million hectares. Rice is a staple food that provides 20% of the daily calorie needs of more than half of the population worldwide. With the looming increase in population projected to reach about 8.5 million people by 2030. How can we feed the world sustainably? In 1961, Mr. Yuan unintentionally found an understanding rice plant with excellent characteristics, with large panicles and four grains. He carefully collected the seeds of this plant and planted more than 1,000 seeds the following year. Surprisingly, 
the traits of the offspring were segregated, and the elite phenotype was lost. Mr. Yuan was curious about the reason underlying the huge difference between the offspring and the parents. After careful analysis, he suggested that this outstanding rice was a natural hybrid rice. Therefore, proposing that rice could be hybridized, which cast doubts on the popular alternative theory that self-pollinated plants such as rice had no heterosis and were not suitable for hybridization. This interesting finding fueled his enthusiasm in the study of hybrid rice, and thus determined his main research direction. Mr. Yuan first proposed the three-line matching method in the paper "Male Sterility in Rice," published in 1966, laying the scientific foundation for breeding hybrid rice. Three line refers to three lines of hybrid rice: male sterile line, male sterile maintainer line, and male sterile restore line. Because rice is a self-pollinating plant, it is extremely difficult to remove stamens manually for the pro production of hybrid seeds in large quantities. Moreover, heterosis is only obvious in the first generation of hybrids, which must be prepared for every planting cycle, and to make this technique sustainable. Mr. Yuan and his team then expanded their research to wild rice, and tried to perform distant hybridization. In 1970, they finally discovered a male sterile wild rice plant called wild abortive. In 1973, the team harvested wild abortive offspring, which comprised tens of thousands of male sterile rice plants. A milestone in the development of hybrid rice. Wild abortive has contributed 95% of the male sterility source in the entire collection of hybrid rice developed worldwide so far. Although the process of discovering wild abortive was long and challenging, Mr. Yuan and his team remain confident. These confidence emerged from the clear research direction, and their expertise on male sterile phenotyping. Chance favors the prepared mind, and when encountering wild abortive, they recognized the treasure at a glance. Mr. Yuan's legacy is not only the progress of hybrid rice. He taught us that. A normal person is also carrying the responsibility of making the world better and more sustainable. With different obstacles and challenges since the early career to today, Mr. Yuan never said he would give up. One of Mr. Yuan's dreams was for hybrid rice to be grown all over the world and to achieve zero hunger in the world. So everyone can enjoy secured access to a sustainable food cycle. 
For decades, Mr. Yuan and countless researchers worked hard to realize these dreams. It is said that Mr. Yuan has left us, but his dreams are carried by many plant and agricultural researchers. Hope, one day, we can all hide in the shadow of the rice crops with a friend," said Mr. Yuan Longping. And thanks for listening. This is the end of my podcast.